Welcome to Reactivators, a podcast where we review video games from inside video games. Reactivators, a natural license, allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give him an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are Reactivators. I'm your host, Mr. Triple A, the COD King, the Indiegogo Getter. It's Nick Funko Stanza. Joining me, as always, my fearless co host, Baby Tyler Schnub. Ugh, wah, wah. What? <laughs> nice. What was that? Our guest made a face when you when you did the uh, we are reactivators. Yeah, and it was sort of like a yuck face. So, and I thought it was funny, and so I, I decided to change up my catchphrase a little bit this week. <laughs> In my head, uh, that voice sounds like Optimus Prime, like a cool deep voice. And then I heard an episode recently, and no, uh, <laughs> sounds like a dork. Doing, doing a oh. voice that's deeper than his natural voice can go. Yeah, and here I was thinking that was the bit. Nick <laughs> thought he was really cool the entire time. Uh, never really cool. Uh, baby right. Tyler, house games. Games are good. Uh, I, I'm doing the Pokemon thing, of course. I think there's going to be a lot of talk about Pokemon in the near future. But something I bought on a Black Friday deal after all of my money had been stolen out of the bank and then I got it back. Oh my gosh. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania uh, for $15. Oh, sick. How's that? You know, it's fine. Uh, The bowling's pretty fun. It's kind of nice. Is that the one we played together? What one did we play together? Super Monkey Ball 2. Yeah, it's got those mini games in it. Okay, yeah. We did uh, at uh, our former producer Lindsay Denny's birthday party we played super monkey ball 2 and it was the yeah. one where you're in the monkey ball and you slide down a big uh slide and then you go flying and the ball opens up and it's like wings for your character yeah it's a classic game it's also in the the first ones yeah the, the this one is it seems to be a remake of the second super monkey ball and maybe some other ones i don't know but like there's a cool art book that comes with it ooh was it Johnny um, Monkeys? Just trying to fill the dead air. I was, <laughs> a trying to fill the dead air, huh? Yeah. Uh, let's bring our guests in here because we got a lot to talk about with them. We have a fantastic guest today, a writer, illustrator, and podcaster from the podcaster Scary Basement, Mikey McCaller. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah. Wow. It's been too long to but it's the first time. It's been it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Coming. A bit of a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, we've been in each other's orbit video game wise, uh friendship wise for quite a while. So it makes sense that I finally get on this show. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCaller, you're one of the original members of the Zoo Tycoon Crew, which is uh, Jeremy Schmidt's podcast, Video Games, a Comedy Show. That's what he calls his uh, rowdy group of friends who pop in there. Boy, am I. Yeah, me and Jeremy lived together, so I was like the go-to special guest when somebody dropped. It's like, yeah, I'm ready to (laughs) hang out and talk. What, are we talking about Pokemon? Never played it? Great. Here to give my opinions. (laughs) (laughs) You're a pretty good opinion giver, though, right? You could generate something for Pokemon. Oh yeah, I think I'm a I'm what they call a hot take machine. I've got <laughs> <laughs> something to tell you about 
video games, and you know, I can. I think I'm pretty good at like relating it to how we live our lives. What the what the these video games have to say about the real world, you know, the truth, the issues. I got uh, uh, takes on it. You cut through the noise, get straight to the heart of the issue. Mm-hmm. Pure signal, baby. No noise. Whereas this show is sort of a hot make machine. Um, oh yeah. Where we make what some would call shit. <laughs> uh, where, but where's some... the noise you need to cut through? Yeah. What do some say? Just uh, just some say that. What I said before. What do the rest say? The rest, I mean, check iTunes. Oh. Generally positive. Generally positive, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and most of them are real reviews and not our friends. Mm. Hey, we just had Thanksgiving, um, which is an American <laughs> bad holiday. Oh, boy. That was a rough transition. Yeah, well, uh, I don't want to talk about it. I, we don't, I don't want to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah, we don't. I, okay, well, I, go on. I was going to ask you all quickly... If you celebrate the holiday, did you have a nice holiday? Mikey, would you like to go first? Yes. Yeah, I did. I had a great holiday. I actually went to the house of a friend of the show's, uh, Mikey Stevens, and had an incredible meal cooked up by his girlfriend, Abby, and uh, made monster cookies, my grandparents' famous monster cookie recipe. What's Um, this? These are, folks, let me tell you, these cookies... Peanut butter, oatmeal, chocolate chips, M&M's, butterscotch chips. Mm, No flour, oats Mm. as the glue. You just are uh, scooping these big balls of peanut butter goo onto a tray. You're baking them. You you have them fresh out the oven, or you microwave them for about 20 seconds. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. And it has to be warm. It (laughs) kind of has to be. Yeah, you can get through it. If you if you need to, if you crash land on a desert island with no microwave, like you're not gonna starve to death, right? If monster cookies are all you brought on okay. your tropical voyage, but yeah, it was uh, it was really fun. It was exciting to bring some food to share and to eat some delicious food and and see some see some friends. Yeah. I've had these cookies before, not since I was a child, but uh, I remember going to a friend's house and their parent made them i don't know if they Mm. called them monster cookies but i remember these oat-based cookies and i have always had a very specific taste for them a craving for Mm. them and yet never knew how to make them wasn't interested enough to look it up (laughs) and they're so few and far between it feels like a real special treat i think that's a great thing to bring yeah nick i got you i got you if you want to make them we'll talk please please tyler how was your thanksgiving Oh, wow. It sucked shit. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I saw some nice pictures of you with your friends. <laughs> that's nice. Well, um, let the me, friends uh, were sucking shit. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, I was the friend sucking shit. Uh, I will admit that now. Um, I did uh, say this in the uh, the the group chat that a, a lot of th- these folks we've mentioned are in. And I di- it was like unclear if anybody... I was like, maybe people thought this was a joke, but no, I had, I was making my famous stuffed mushrooms at my friend's house. We were having a nice time. And I said, why don't I check my bank account? I just do that. Cause I just bought beer. I was like, I can't remember how much it was. What do I see? Uh, but all of my money being missing and 
looking at all of the charges, it was somebody had gotten my card info, paid for a taxi, and then spent the rest of my money on OnlyFans. Um, wow. Any good yeah. subs? Any good subs, you say? I am, like... <laughs> I I am... Can I say I am proud of you, Nick? I am proud that you didn't do the joke that is like, oh, sure, somebody stole it, which is the first one people go to, you ask, any good subs? Um... Can I ask my question about it? Please. Why did they take a taxi somewhere else to subscribe to Only... Like, did they go to OnlyFans HQ? I don't think so. <laughs> because You can it, order OnlyFans at home. This is the thing. Maybe he was doing it in the taxi. Um, Do we have a location? Was it in Los Angeles? New York. It New was York. in New York. Right. Um, Tyler's and they were, apartment. Yes, Tyler's yeah okay and then the joke did come back but you know it's fine now it's earned um um we i i was so mad uh because yeah it was all of my money and now they gave it back not the person i've never met this person the bank gave Mm. it back and in fact the lady was like oh my god it's so much she said the the bank (laughs) the bank lady she goes oh my god that's a lot um and it's all back but guess what I can't access the money because I had to cancel the card and they have to send me a card. It's a credit union in Seattle. Anyways. Yeah, did I make some... Was I... Did I let it ruin my night? Absolutely. Did I hurt some people's feelings playing Mario Party? Yes! Was that related or unrelated? (laughs) You know, I was... I'm starting to... I don't know. (laughs) A Mario Party can ruin a friendship uh, if you're all happy when you start, so... Yeah. do those poor content creators just lose all that money they made? I don't know. Oh. Um, and 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 as and and you know, as the lady at the bank also said, which I left out before she said that, but it's so much. She said, "I mean, I support sex workers, but <laughs> it's just so much." That's, that's one of the that's one of the biggest benefits of going with a credit union like you did. They support sex work. Chase Bank specifically calls me every time I do sub to an OnlyFans and say, Are "You sure about this, buddy?" Wow. Wow, Chase Bank would have had my back, you say. Well, <laughs> this is so weird. They had mine. I also had credit card fraud last week. Isn't that weird? Really? Um it was thankfully much less. I I was very lucky, honestly. But I they almost got it past me because um, I realized on when I uh, absentmindedly glanced at my account I had two back to back charges from a thing called DC Universe Online and I'm <laughs> such a dork that I they almost gaslit me I was like I mean maybe I subscribe to this yeah. comic book nerd thing but the fact that there was two in a row was enough to trigger suspicion. I went back and forth with their customer support team, this DC Universe thing. I don't know if it's a video game or a comic book service. I actually wasn't clear. I'm I'm a Marvel guy. That's how that, I got to one up on them. That is a video game, DC Universe Online. It is. It's like an MMO. We'll have to cover that with my scammer. 
Uh, yeah. But I found out from Chase Bank, uh, they helped me out and um, they got me a credit for it. And then I talked to their customer support team and they were able to decipher that it was, in fact, a bot account that got my card data and was right. using it. So everybody keep an eye on your cards. Yeah. I'm now realizing every single account I've ever had has been hacked. <sighs> In the past, like, year and a half. I would, uh... I'd ask for your password, but it sounds like everybody already has it. Already and it. not the new one. It's pretty good. <laughs> I hate to say this to you, Schnapp. This is uh, very much like... Eventually, like, a toddler keeps burning their hand on the stove. Like, mm-hmm. if, at some point, you stop blaming the stove and start blaming the hand. It's... I change... It's like the passwords have changed. It's like... People will steal my info from strange places. I don't know how they got the the. I don't know how they got the, the my card number this time, um, but they, I mean my PlayStation like account got hacked, and they spent a bunch of Fortnite bucks. They spent like two hundred dollars worth of Fortnite or something. Um, this it's is just, for sure a teenager. That was. And yeah. it was like it was it was it was not on this continent. So like, mm. um, anyways, th- Thanksgiving sucks shit, and I actually don't celebrate it. To answer your question, mm. <laughs> oh well, um, the whole reason I brought it up was to uh, uh, segue into asking if anybody did any Black Friday game shopping. Ooh, big time! I went and bought um, Marvel's Avengers for PlayStation <laughs> Five. Great. And, uh, uh, I haven't played it yet. Probably will never get to it. It's sitting there on my shelf for the rest of its life. We're big fans of that Miss Marvel. Yeah, she's a friend. I mean, that's why well, I bought it. I did play that demo, and it was, like, very charming playing as her and, like, meeting yeah. the Avengers. And she was, like, at a convention, and people were coming up to her and saying stuff. It was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A shout-out to Sandra Saad. Never followed me back on Instagram. Uh <laughs> Or a Twitter, maybe I mean Twitter. Um. Uh, me neither. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I got a similar. They game. all. They usually do. <laughs> the past guests. It's true. Um, uh, I got uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy on sale. That was my purchase to myself. It's a brand new game. It was like twenty five dollars. I loved it. Uh, loved buying it. <laughs> Haven't played it yet, <laughs> but I cracked it open. I've got now uh, uh, three PS5 games, I think, <laughs> after having the console for about a year. Um, but I'm excited to play it. I wasn't. I thought it didn't look great, and apparently has a very good story and is fun. So, kind of, kind of hyped for that. How about you, Tyler? I already said my monkey ball. Well, I um, think of a new one. <laughs> Think of a new one that you, I bought. You mentioned Pokemon. This is kind of why I was throwing to you. I got Pokemon Pearl for the Switch. I couldn't get it on sale. It was kind of an impulse buy, despite myself not having that much money. But I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. It's my new gym game. I play it on the elliptical. Did any of you guys yeah. get Pokemon? I didn't know. I can't do... I missed Pokemon. It's like a really, like, it's a giant gaping hole in my video game uh, uh, knowledge. Like, I moved schools between 9th and 10th grade, and somehow my friends in 9th grade were, like, 
just getting into Pokemon. And then when I switched schools, my friends in 10th grade had already gotten over Pokemon. So I fell through the cracks Pokemon-wise. Caught that Yu-Gi-Oh train, though. Tell you that much. I had a Gravity Bind deck that lost me most Yu-Gi-Oh duels. (laughs) Got sent straight to the Dark Realm, huh? (laughs) I went to the Funko Pop store in Hollywood over the weekend. What the (laughs) hell? (laughs) Big Funko stands and go to the Funko Pop store? I know, living up to my namesake. Really not a Funko guy anymore. But I saw an Exodia Funko, the Whoa. first band card, and I almost bought it. It looked so cool. <laughs> uh, Tyler, though, actually, uh, uh, McCaller, quickly, um, you said you don't know anything about Pokemon. Why don't you give us a hot take on it? Uh, it's better then it's 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 underappreciated i will say i will say that uh the idea that you could create not just one character not just two characters not just three characters but 150 characters that penetrate the pop culture zeitgeist the way that pikachu and zubat and uh galapagos have done that's huge like pokemon I'm talking no about matter zubat. how I can't go anywhere without hearing about Zubat. I'm at I'm at the Johns, the Vons, the Albertsons. In the John. In the John. There's somebody banging on the damn stall. Can't wait to tell me about the Zubats he's been talking Zubat! about with other people. Zubat! <laughs> so yeah, like, one of us try to create something with that kind of pop culture appeal. No matter how popular Pokemon is. Right. It's I agree with not you. popular enough. I could do it easy. Uh, great hot take. Galapagos, one of my favorites. Uh, Tyler, you said everybody was going to talk about Pokemon. Did you actually get one, though? Or not yet? I talked about it last week. I got Shining Pearl. Oh, you did already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 tra- I traded in games. I said I traded in games I'd never played, and then I and I got it. Well, speaking of games we never played, that segues into our first segment. It's time for Costanza's Call of Duty Corner. The more things change, the more they stay the same. 50,000 people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. The numbers, Mason. You muppet. Revenge is like a ghost. Alright, let's do this. Welcome to Costanza's Call of Duty Corner, where I talk about all things COD. Uh, so, look. I'm at the same place I was one year ago. Do I pre-order the new Call of Duty? Um, Dill, it's too late because it already came out. (laughs) Uh, Do I buy it? Um, I don't know. I didn't really want to get Call of Duty Cold War a year ago. I finally caved, and then I barely played it because I still play Warzone all the time. So there's this new one, Call of Duty Vanguard. It's another World War II game. That's the start of the franchise. Periodically, they dip back into it, but I think everybody's kind of over World War II. We get it. Italians are bad. Uh, But I'd like to solicit some answers uh, to a question from our faithful fan base of four people. I'd like to know if I should get this game. No, we have more than that. So I'm going to reach out. uh, I'd like you, the faithful listener, to reach out to us via email at reactivators at gmail.com or call in at 818-630-9478. Give your reasons why or why not should I get this new Call of Duty Vanguard. That's Uh 818-630-9478. Great. It's not that I'm opposed to any of this, Nick. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But maybe the reason we're not hearing from as many people is because we're simply not just telling them to tweet these things. Um, oh. Emailing's nice. I think emailing and calling is very nice. I think those two are, are great. But also we could but throw a tweet You're in right. It. There's exactly enough friction that it becomes like – an email feels so formal now. Yeah. You it have feels to do like all, that, doing all that work at the beginning of like, hey, Nick, uh, uh, so good to catch up the other week. Hope I'm not bothering you when I tell you don't buy Call of Duty Vanguard. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and listen to me. If not, no big. Right. Okay. I love you. Goodbye. So maybe that's the issue with why we're not getting enough listener feedback. It I'm making it seem like a formality. It seems like work. I understand that. I can respect that take. And I have been wanting to get some Twitter engagement going. Guys, I live on the dang Twitter. Okay? It's like my second apartment. So why don't we do this? Tweet at us, at Reactivators, or use the hashtag Reactivators, which I believe has never been used before. Why don't you get in there and be the first one to do it? Let me know if I should get the new Pokemon game. And if you have anything else you want to say to us, just tweet that too. Hashtag Reactivators. Let's get that trended. Come on. Come on. Everybody get excited. If I could, and if I could maybe play devil's advocate a little more. We do have way more engagement on Instagram than we do Twitter. We do, weirdly. We have a couple of very nice people who leave comments, and they rule. Um, If you want to leave some more comments on our Instagrams, that's fine. Or message us. We'll respond. Guys, we're not too big. This is the time. Get in on the ground floor. Nick is (laughs) sweating. Nick Nick has... His tie is coming undone. Yeah. Yeah. His collared shirt drenched in sweat just filthy hey i don't get no retweets <laughs> okay uh that does it for the call of duty corner <laughs> wow all right quick one today okay. well on to my segment and you know based on everything we've talked about this could go either way this is a new segment called who's that pokemon in parentheses that i would date um <laughs> and this is not this is not some sick twisted pervert crap you know this is not who i'd who i'd want to smash this is someone who i'd want to date who would be who would i enjoy being at the dinner table seeing how they you know order from a waiter are they rude are they you know who would be like what who would i want to date so you're asking for yourself specifically right only me okay uh, why don't... No, it's open to everybody. Okay, so... I want to I pick who you would match with. Okay. <laughs> Me too. We can do it this way as well. This segment is new. We like it's. We can we can figure it out. Why don't okay. we do this? What's your um, Pokemon dating profile? What would you put on there? Your interests? The things you're into? Hmm. Well, I'd probably make a joke because I'm a little too nervous to open up immediately. Okay. So I'd be like, I'm nine foot four. You just lie. <laughs> well, it's such an obvious lie that it's, is that funny? You know, like. And height, uh, in human dating apps, height is something that matters historically. Right. Nine foot four probably puts you above most Pokemon. But if you, you know, it's not, the, the, yeah. the size disparity between ash and pikachu like height isn't a big deal in the pokemon universe 
okay, so maybe I should not stick to the. Those jokes aren't going to fly. I, mean, I, I need a better joke. Tyler, what kind of interest do you have? Like, are, would you be interested in uh, falling asleep in the middle of a path? Would I be interested in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, d- depend. What time of day is it? Oh, uh, the entire day until somebody gets the magic whistle. <laughs> okay. You know, no, I don't want to wait that long. Okay, see, that's good. This eliminates uh, Snorlax and also, weirdly, eliminates uh, 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 Zubat. Zubat. Yeah. Uh, I have three Pokemon I know. Too popular. <laughs> I don't want to date the popular ones. Yeah. Uh, if you were outside and it was raining and the little candle on your tail got put out, would you die? Would I die? Yeah. I wouldn't, know. Okay. okay. And there was that Halloween you dressed up as a T-Rex when we saw that to be the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did. Hmm. Yeah, That's right. that is true. The, tail... the party got out of control. We accidentally yeah. we were doing those flaming shots, and we got it all over your tail. And then yeah. it, thank Christ, started to rain. Right. And it didn't and then get I put didn't out. Die. <laughs> 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 yeah, your costume burned down. Uh... <laughs> You were just standing there uh, in your underwear, uh, like, covered in soot, and just uh, only the whites of your eyes were right. there, and you just blink, blinked blink. twice. I think and I you have... you dissolved into dust. I- I'm trying to think about the interests of yours I know. You're a big music guy. There is a Pokemon called Loudred. Uh, I know Loudred. It's a, kind of a purple monster with a big mouth, but it's ears... Uh, ear bulbs are speakers it plays music i think that might be fun you could sort of date this pokemon soundboard hook up your spotify playlist to it be sick you know but don't you think that's like oh you like the same things you have to be what about opposites Mm. attract what about interesting which which rules out machoke right away we're too similar uh, I was I was gonna approach it like a romantic comedy. It's always the um, the business focused Sandra Bullock who doesn't have time for love in her life, who falls in love with sleepy stoner Matthew McConaughey. Sure, Schnup, you're um, you know, you're the kind of guy who like lets shit get to you, and you're just like, yeah, Thanksgiving, it sucks shit. You're a little uh, you're a little abrasive. You're a little rough around the edges. Sure, I could see you falling. For a Clefairy type, just a little sweetheart. Oh, that's what, me and a Clefairy. I could never. Come on, be real. <laughs> I think this summer. <laughs> I <laughs> said that. What, what was that? Is there a narrator in here? Hope not. Anyways, I'd never fall for a Clefairy. Go on. I think I know what type you'd be. Maybe that will help us narrow this down. That I would be? I think you're Cubone, the Pokemon that wears uh, its mother's skull on its head and cries because she's dead. (laughs) If my mom was dead, you would feel so bad right now. (laughs) Well, you you could cry because she's missing. She's fine. (laughs) Okay, good. Then it's funny. Then it's funny, I guess. I guess that's super funny of you, Nick. I'm Cubone. Thank you. I would definitely uh, be the funniest. Cubone Pokemon. is I'm uh, a ground type. Okay, um, that is. The, hey, I'm a I'm a I'm a Virgo Sun and a Virgo Moon, and a Capricorn Rising. Get That's this stereo chart out of my reactivators. Get it out. Triple of here. Earth sign, baby. 
Uh, it does seem as though ground types are weak to grass types. So, <gasps> can I recommend to you um, uh, Shiftry? Ooh. Shiftry. Shiftry's got like that trunk. You're weak against grass types. So, like, emotionally, like, they'll make right. you melt, buddy. And, wow, Shiftry. I mean, I never even considered it's Shiftry. Hmm. Me and a Shiftry? You and a Shiftry? He's smitten, I can tell. <laughs> oh, come on. Me and a Shiftry. Here's the cool description. Shiftry hands. might not be the strongest grass type Pokemon, but it's one of the best for its strength, dual typing, and overall stats. Whoa. <laughs> Your family would be impressed if you came home with a Shiftry. <laughs> Me. Hey, son, how's your new date's overall stats? Oh, come on. That good, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> you think? <laughs> hey, buddy, only one way to find out. Okay. Your mom gives I mean, the best advice. <laughs> my dead mom? Don't. That's I should have said that. How dare you? Your own mother. <laughs> All right. And that's that's been... Who's that Pokemon that I would date? I like that. I like bringing a That's little good. romance a good in here. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of romance, we're going to talk about our game of the week after this break. If you like video games, there's a good chance at least one holds a special place in your heart, making your insides feel fuzzy in the best of ways. And oftentimes, it's about more than just the game itself. I'm Connor McCabe, and I host the Call Me By Your Game podcast, where on each episode, I hear from a guest about a special video game from their past. Join me each week as I hear from some of the sweetest actors, funniest comedians, and most lovely video game people around about what makes video games personal and the memories they have tied with them. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll even call me by your game. Super Metroid is an action-adventure game published and developed by Nintendo. The game follows series protagonist Samus as she traverses the planet Zebes in search of a Metroid stolen by her nemesis Ridley. Along the way, Samus must fight pirates, face bosses, and finally confront the villainous Mother Brain once again. A 2D side-scroller, Samus Oran? has the ability to fire in all directions as she battles evil alien monsters, a new feature to the series. She can also collect power-ups to increase her abilities and arsenal. Originally released in 1994 for the Super Nintendo, Super Metroid received critical acclaim for its gameplay, music, visuals, and atmosphere, and is often considered one of the best video games ever made. It sold over 1.4 million copies, and is also known for helping to establish the Metroidvania genre. Michael McCaller Mikey McCuller, I understand this is one of your favorite games. Absolutely it is. Um, I never played it as a kid. I never had Super Nintendo until, like, well into the Nintendo 64, so I just completely missed it. And I don't think I played it until college, but it got its hooks in me. And now Metroidvania is, like, my favorite genre of game. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what about this game spoke to you so much? There is, I think, this inherent joy in finding these power-ups. This game is, like, designed so that you are getting one power-up, venturing forward, but then also kind of encouraged to venture backwards mm -hmm. and use that new power-up on areas you walked past. And 
the way this game's secrets function, like the way they hide things. I, I also had this with um, the Donkey Kong Country Returns games. Like, my brain works in secrets the way these developers' brains work in secrets. Like, I feel like the way they hide... You know how every Mario game, all the, like, 2D Mario games have, like, three hidden coins? Yes. In the level? I struggle to get those because, like, my brain doesn't understand, like, the the kind of... Like, I don't think in those kind of secrets. But with Metroid, I'm always like, I wonder if I can bomb that weird little corner. (laughs) And I can. And I'm right. And I get a missile expansion. Yeah. And, like, Mm. that's so joyful. The way that the secrets are hidden is... For me, very intuitive, but also, like, hard to to get going consistently. And I, I don't know. I just, like, I'll never not enjoy the process of just, like, dropping a ton of little morph ball bombs all over the ground and hoping something explodes. And it does. A lot of times it does. It's very fun every time. There is uh, something about dropping those bombs in particular. It feels so good. <laughs> just yeah. Even if they don't do anything, dropping a bunch of bombs and they just explode one after another. Uh-huh. Oh, it rolls. No, it's it's it's. Got... Um, I know it's. Sorry, I know it's late in the game, but can we play? Please play a segment of "Is Tyler on a Lag." Yes, it's time for Ooh. "Is Tyler on a Lag." Do 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 do. Do, 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 do. Um, Mikey, why don't you ask Tyler a question and we'll see how long it takes him to respond to it. Uh, Tyler, do you think uh, whiskey is better on the rocks or straight up? Gotta be straight up. Okay, now I want to say that makes it seem like it was a leg, but he also did visibly take a moment to think about his answer. <laughs> so maybe we have to ask him something he could respond to a little quicker. Okay. Okay. Oh, here. Tyler, uh, am I holding up one finger or two fingers? Two. Okay. Oh, that was close. Pretty quick, yeah. Hmm. Um, How about I got one more? Uh, what is in this famous schnup stuffed mushroom recipe. Well, mushrooms, of course. Uh, Blended up mushrooms. Sort of a, you know, a lot of... There's actually a lot of stuff that goes into it. I'd rather not reveal my secrets. Some breadcrumbs from my job that I won't say on the air, but... Okay, mushroom stuffed mushrooms is what I'm getting so far, and it seems like is that why is that so frightening to me? <laughs> it's it's a little cannibalistic, frankly. Yeah. Uh, I think you might be. On I a am slight lag, uh, on a lag just based on watching your camera movements right now. Yeah. Um, why don't you leave and come back, and we'll talk about uh, Super Metroid in the meantime. Um, okay. I have not beaten this game. I want to be clear about that. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually. Did not know about this game until you wanted to play it. I'd heard the name, obviously. But mm-hmm. one of my only... I, I played... Um, I just came into video games a little bit later. So one of my first GameCube games was Metroid Prime. I didn't really know that much about uh, Samus besides Super Smash Bros. before that. And I loved that mm-hmm. game. I went on to get Metroid Fusion, which is one of my favorite Game Boy games ever. I loved mm-hmm. it. 
And I didn't realize, going back to this one, it's the blueprint. This is uh, Mm -hmm. Metroid Fusion in a lot of ways. And I was surprised how modern it feels. Then I was even more surprised um, to see that came out in 1994, pretty close to the end of... um, I guess not quite the end of Super Metroid's lifestyle or uh, uh, life <laughs> timeline. Super Nintendo oh, Super life. Metroid lifestyle. You gotta live it. <laughs> really tripping over my words. Super Nintendo was still around for a while, but the Nintendo sixty four came out in nineteen ninety six. And mm-hmm. if I had been a gamer at that time, I would not have gone back to the 2D for a while. Uh, I oh, would have yeah. been totally consumed with 3D characterization. Um, mm-hmm. So, but based on that, I was even surprised that this game started with a little bit of voice acting. Blew my it's mind. a weird voiceover, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it, it actually, if I may, Nick, it, I was like, this sounds like Nick. <laughs> it sounds like a, a like a more soft spoken somebody just like the last Metroid is in captivity. <laughs> I mean, and I out. just I feel like you could pull that off pretty well. Um, I'm gonna see if I can pull up the dialogue right now. I'll read it and we okay. can we could do a compare and contrast. Um, <laughs> I can't find it. Uh, get ready to cut this. Oh, here super. NES. Okay, let me see. Classic play into the mic here. The last Metroid is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace. All right, so that was me reading it, and then let's see what the narration sounds like. (laughs) The galaxy is at peace. The last Metroid is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace all right and uh here uh uh let me do a different take on it okay tyler that's your cue oh the galaxy is at peace (laughs) yeah that's good that's good and it feels really good good to be told that that's what i sound like Uh, I I hear it, actually. But yeah, I was so taken aback, and then immediately there's more um, text on screen with Samus' narration, but uh, Samus doesn't talk, (laughs) so I was was surprised the voice is just gone right after that. (laughs) But I thought that was fun. Um, So uh, let's talk a little bit more about this game. Tyler, had you played Super Metroid? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I famously started same with like Castlevania games I would start Metroid games and then never finish them um everybody's am I doing okay here Mm. I'm somehow laggier than before yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay he left again he's gone um so, uh, McCaller, with this game, um, which, which, what's your favorite part? <laughs> well, okay, have you played, um, Metroid Dread, the game that just came out the newest. this month? Yeah. No, I've not played month. Metroid Dread yet. Um, uh, that's what kind of got me back into this Metroid mode that I've been in, and 
the thing that I love about Super Metroid and why, like, I love Metroid Dread, and I think it's a better game than Super Metroid, but I will always love Super Metroid more because there are a ton of moments that happen within the gameplay that I think would be handled by cinematic scenes in any other game and were handled Mm. by cinematic scenes in Metroid Dread. Like, there's a boss that you get to eventually that is like this giant red crocodile man and you have to like, like when you shoot him, he like pushes back, right? And you eventually like shoot him off the edge and into the lava and then you can progress. Yes. And... Although, (laughs) I take it back, once you shoot him off into the lava, you can't progress. You're just like, well, what do I do now? And you try to run backwards, and there's, like, spikes, and you're just like, I guess I'm just stuck here? And it takes a minute, like, of gameplay, where you're just running back and forth, and there's nothing you can do. And then, all of a sudden, its skeleton bursts through those spikes. Oh my gosh. And you think you have to fight it again. But it doesn't. It just crumbles. And then you can progress through the spikes. Like, you can go backwards. And I just, like, I love that moment. It kind of catches me every time, even though I know 100% what's going to happen. And, like I said, it just happens in the gameplay. Like, I feel like that, like, keeps you immersed throughout. Like, you don't... There's there's such a, a like, uh, a cognitive dissonance that happens when you are playing a game and then all of a sudden you're ripped out and decisions are being made for you by the cinematic like you can choose to waste all of your valuable missile ammo <laughs> on this skeleton if you're super freaked out and think you have to fight it again i would uh, be. you are still in control yeah it's very scary <laughs> but it's that's i think that's my favorite moment and epitomizes epitomizes rather why i still think this is the best metroid game i i think i've gone on record on this show i'm canonically afraid of skeletons so that would absolutely terrify me chill me well they're me. dead ah! they're dead they're they're dead and tangible. That's the thing with ghosts. Like I'm not afraid of a ghost. What are they going to hit me? Yeah. They can't. They go right through me. Skeleton, they'll hit you with a clothesline and it'll hurt even more because it's pure bone. Yeah. They don't have that weak human man meat on them. <laughs> uh, clothesline cushions, we call them. Mm-hmm. Here's That's something. Right. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we call them clothesline cushions. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, here's something I love about Metroid games. Costume changes. Give me a new mm. suit. An upgrade, often the upgrade will change the color of the suit. That's something I really liked about Metroid Fusion, was that it was a whole new suit altogether. And then uh, one of the reasons yeah. I want to get Metroid Dread, it's like the Metroid Fusion suit, but bigger. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's cool. It's so sick. It's cool. And there's also, I like... Ha- I have Metroid Dread, and I love it. I think it's good. Um, I, okay. And this is going to be the last time I ask, am I on a lag? It's time to play. Is Tyler on a lag? Do, 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 do. And the answer is yes. (laughs) No. The answer is visibly yes. We don't have to ask a question, but we will because it's the game. Uh, Tyler, uh, yes. Okay. He, okay. I thought he left already. <laughs> What's the last uh, candle you got? It's well, it, I got it at the farmer's market yesterday. It was given to me for free. Ooh, what's the scent? Sample. Sam- sample is the scent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, McCall, are you into Metroid lore at all? 
a little bit. Okay, that's not. I the don't draw for mind you. it. I don't mind it, but I do uh, uh, appreciate it and am not hung up when it falls apart. Interesting. Okay. Because unlike some Nintendo games, Zelda kind of had a chronology for a while and they dropped off and now they've pretty much said it doesn't matter. Metroid games do have some semblance of something. They kind of have a timeline of the games um, mm-hmm. that I, th- I think starts with, is it Zero Mission? Uh, uh, Zero Mission is a remake of the NES Metroid. The so it does start there, but it, it and NES Metroid are the same story. Gotcha. And then it used to end on Metroid Fusion, the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. game, but then it um, now Metroid Dread is chronologically Metroid the Dread last. is the furthest into the story. So that doesn't it doesn't seem like that uh, is too much of a source of interest to you. I, I don't mind it. I, I like To me, what's kind of funny about it is that they take the time in each game to explain why Samus has lost all of her upgrades and has to recollect them. And I kind of don't care. I'm like, yeah, got it. She's going to lose all her shit. But the fact that they go out of their way to figure it out, like, uh, they're... This time, her commander won't authorize her to use missiles until she gets to a certain point. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's dumb. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> but I like it. I'm like always kind of excited to see how they're going to do it, how they're going to erase all the powers. Uh, in Fusion, I believe the, the Parasite X infects her and her, parts mm-hmm. of her suit have to be surgically removed. But it's not uh-huh. like it's attached to her body. <laughs> I always yeah. thought that was so ridiculous. It's like, wait, is she the suit? Oh, no, because she... Is in a bikini if you get the right ending. <laughs> well, anytime she explodes, I believe, right? Yes. If you die, yeah, we we see her in her uh, zero suit. They call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, what I, pervy joke is Nick gonna make? I, I, honestly, I was gonna say I never wanted to play as zero suit samus in a smash brothers game because i would always feel like too big a perv like why am i gonna do this? even though she was pretty good especially in the first yeah. she is fun she's she's one of my mains that's wow that's the, yeah she's one of the characters i play as uh another thing with super metroid so just to dig in a little bit more on your interest gameplay's a big thing um do you ever uh do these time trials this was an early game i read that um kind of helped popularize speed running a little bit mm-hmm. because the if you get the best ending in order to get it you have to beat the game in three hours or less yeah no i um i watch a ton of super metroid speed runs cannot do it it is a complicated game in fact even every time i pick it up there are certain things that like i have to like recalibrate my brain to be like it's like the the buttons are not intuitive. Yeah, they're not no. the buttons you would expect them to be. Especially in Dread, I feel like they're they're worse. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think that like the base, like what button is shoot, what button is jump, is like logical. But then it's like to get to missiles, you have to hold one button and press the control stick the right way uh-huh. or something. Yeah, and yeah, it it does take you a second to like remember what you're doing i feel like super metroid does the thing a lot where like you have all of your different missiles and items on the top like you you press the select button to like scroll through from missile to super missile to power bomb 
And I'll do the thing a lot where I forget which one I'm on, and then I waste all of my super missiles opening a regular blue laser door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Uh, Nintendo... It's really the worst thing that happens in that game. Hey, hey if you have no super missiles, how, how are you going to keep playing? Am I right? You try, you try and beat Kraid with no super missiles, <laughs> okay. and then uh, give me a call, all right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> oh, it's like I'm uh, back in voice acting class. Well, no, it's not. It's <laughs> better. It's better. <laughs> uh, it's what, much better. These speedrunners, how fast can they beat this game? Here's a, Super Metroid has a bunch of different categories. So I want to say, I was just watching them uh, these last few days. I want to say it's maybe like two-ish hours to get 100%. Oh, I see. There's percent so, completion. Yeah. And then there's like uh, any percent, which is just as fast as you can beat it. And that will be, I want to say that's maybe an hour 15. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. the, the, the categories that stress me out the most are like reverse boss order. Because that's the other thing about Metroid games is you can se- sequence break them. You're supposed to go like certain ways, but if you like figure out some of the tricks you can get to places you're not supposed to go to yet so one of the categories is called like reverse boss order there are four major bosses you fight and they go and fight the last one first and it's really hard and scary and then they work their way backwards they go and fight the third one and then the second one and by the time they get to the first one they kill him in like one shot because they're so powerful Ooh, that actually sounds pretty fun yeah, it's cool. Have you ever gotten the best ending of the game, the one that you need to... Is it complete 100% in under three hours? I don't remember which it is on Super Metroid. It might... Like, I know Metroid Dread is the first one that is only based on time. Yeah. What ending you get. And I can't remember with Super Metroid if it's time or if it's item percentage. It, I want to say it's item percentage that determines what score what ending you get but i don't know i've never gotten 100 percent items and was thinking that was gonna be my my thing with this new playthrough it's like i, I like going kind of linearly and getting all the power-ups and then going back and just being like i can go anywhere i can do anything yeah I'm invincible uh well we'll have to get an update from you if you can complete it with all your items why don't you just go ahead and post on twitter hashtag reactivators and give okay. us a little update there I'd appreciate hey, an first... email, maybe, maybe a, uh, maybe a phone call. Oh, if you maybe, wanted to and call, if... you could call in it. I'm so awkward on the phone. I can't do that. <laughs> okay, I get it. Uh, well, if you wanted to, you could reach us at 818-630-9478. Uh, hey, McCaller, was there anything else about Super Metroid you wanted to share with us? Um, one last thing I really love about it. Please. There are a bunch of moves in this game that they never tell you how they work, and you can do them, like, through a bizarre button combos. Like, you can uh, trade in, like, ten super missiles and ten power bombs to refill your life if you're, like, about to die. And, like, Samus, like, goes into this, like, little orbiting light balloon and, like, like, a womb... And then she comes out at full health again. Like, what? You can, yeah. There's a bunch of them like that. You can like charge up uh, your 
charge beam and then press down and get these, like, little ice crystals to orbit around you to, like, keep you invincible until they hit an enemy. Uh, Didn't it feel rude? (laughs) I like it. I, I like that it's just, like, if you find these, these are here. You don't need them, but God bless you. You're saying, is it rude to have ice crystals orbiting you? Yeah, isn't that rude? <laughs> You're not certainly vulnerable to new experiences or conversations with people if you are coming into a party with ice crystals orbiting you. It's just... I I mean... Disgusting. I think it's gross. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I get it. I think that sounds like the kind of thing a kid would say on the playground. Like, oh, did you know you could come in with ice crystals floating around you? And it would just be a complete lie. It sounds like a fake yeah. code. <laughs> oh, I wonder how much of Super Metroid, like, in, like, inspired those lies. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just, like, if you press certain buttons, like, this cool, crazy thing happens. And then kids were like, oh, I could say this about Star Fox. If you do the right button combo, Star Fox is underwear comes off yeah he's still wearing his pants so you can't see but the yeah. underwear's gone you can see it when he stands up and his butt crack you can, you can usually see the band but it's not there it's just his butt crack that's uh, of course the famous Star Fox plumbing level mm-hmm. uh, yeah where friends. they have to shoot up a bathroom <laughs> Hey, Mikey McCaller, it sounds like you're a fan of Super Metroid, but have you ever been inside Super Metroid? Huh. Uh, just once I did have a Super Nintendo cartridge that I cracked open and kind of uh, laid down on one side and put the other side on top of me like a sandwich. Okay, well that's being, that's that's called I, I, acting like food. That's not what we asked you. <laughs> You've been the stuffing okay, inside a uh, cartridge for sure. But have you ever been yeah. in the video game, like living in the world and, of it? No, I've never been in the world of the video game. Oh, interesting. Uh, Tyler, tee him up. Okay. You should have said you were a stuffed mushroom. Uh, you <laughs> should have brought that joke back. Oh, wait, that's for something else? <laughs> um, yeah, that tracks. Okay. Uh, we sent you a, a damn package. A reactivator's in there. Why don't you open it up? Okay. Um, I did put it in a safe, so let me just open that. Okay. This is just the <laughs> army of the dead. And... This is me ripping the package. Okay, wow. Look, what's inside here? Is this a... It's a reactivator. We just is this a reactivator? It's yeah, a reactivator. We just told you it does have a <laughs> uh, cracked open uh, Super Metroid cartridge on that uh, on both sides of it. It, it doesn't yeah, really yeah, do it's anything. It's like a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Don't try Why to don't you eat hop it. in there. Deal. And here we go. <laughs> All right, and we're back. It's time for the Commando Power Hour. I've got Samus on the dais today. We're here to cut through the noise. We're here to get to the heart of the issue. Samus, I want to ask you, why can't you use your powers this time? Well, I went into a space station 
and there was a waterfall and I went through the waterfall and the water is in my suit and it short circuited and that's it now. Samus, 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 you've been on adventure after adventure. I want to get to the heart of the matter right now. You're telling me that a little trickle of water short-circuited your suit? I usually go to very dry planets. <sighs> okay. I've... Can we, sorry, yeah. if I can interrupt here, can we adjust the, can we, <laughs> it looks like, Samus looks like Tiny Tim over there. Can we, like, can we just adjust them, make them look a little more? The microphone is very far away. All right. I'm going to fix it through. We're cutting through the noise. Cutting through the noise. I'm putting the mic right up to little tiny Tim Samus's mouth. Thank you. Well, generally, I go to very dry planets. Whoa. Okay. You seem authoritative now. I'm starting to believe what you have to say. Yeah, this is generally how I talk. Well, let me ask this. I was watching the footage captured on the battlefield. You tried to fire a super missile. Nothing came out. Tell us about that. Yeah, it made me feel impotent and sad. Impotent? Yeah, you ever try to fire a super missile into Kraid and nothing happens and then you're just like, uh, this doesn't happen to me normally. My suit's wet. And then Kraid is like, uh, uh, is it? You've been through hundreds of adventures. All right, can, sorry to interrupt. Can we pull the fuck back? I this is it's so much. Okay, let me just grab that mic and bring it back a little bit. Okay. Yes, perfect. He's gone. anyhow. As I was saying, Crate is like, really? You think that I've been on thousands of adventures and that's all? That stops your super missiles from working? Oh, I hate when that happens. And I know a lot about impotence. Let me tell you. I'm Alex Jones, okay? <laughs> and here, I got some pills. We'll stuff your mushroom. That's what they're called. I'm taking a couple right now. The pills are called we'll stuff your mushroom? Yep. That's my friend Will. He does it in the back. We see in the back. We see in the in the background. There's frog looking and uh, <laughs> frog looking creatures. Hey, uh, nice job, guys. <laughs> what the hell? He does it. He's not even upset about the frogs. It's like his one of his most famous lines. Oh. Yeah, I used to be upset, you know, they were turning the freaking frogs gay, but hey, I'm not homophobic anymore. Turns out once you get sued and it sticks, you gotta backtrack on some things. Okay. We see that the these little bat things are talking. These are the ones gossiping up top. I mean, I just don't get it. I don't know. Alex Jones, not homophobic anymore? I mean, what is happening? Uh, what's that up there? What's that? Hey, Samus, you're done for. Re Zubat! Zubat! Zubat in the rafters! <laughs> Thinks we're Zubats. No, th th we can't be Zubat. No, that the most popular thing in the world? No. Zubat! We're just bats on You're a telling me that two Zubats are just hanging out backstage at Alex Jones and they're not the main guests? <laughs> this is this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. We're going to get canceled right now. We're going to get canceled. 
thinks he's going to get canceled for this. <laughs> we cut to a, a newspaper office. Sir, sir, did you hear? Huh? Alex Jones had two Zubats, and he didn't put them on air. We got to tell the world. You... Where are my pictures of Spider-Man? <laughs> you come to me with this? Yeah, I <laughs> I wanted to break into journalism as opposed to the, the photography aspect. That I, And I know I can get you good pictures of Spider-Man. Uh, hmm. I'm looking for a, a, a not so much a, a promotion, but just like a lateral, you know? A, a lateral. Well, we did just lose a reporter to... Uh... Another Metroid. Uh, uh, you, why not? We'll give you a shot. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I, I just feel like it's super important for me to be a reporter so I can like know where crimes are and then I can swing over. I mean, uh, travel over to where they are and, and report on them and not stop them. Can I ask you something? Uh, sure, boss. Why haven't you followed me back on Instagram? Is uh, it because I'm your boss? It just feels like there should be more of a, a work-life split for me. Uh, I don't follow you on Instagram. Everybody follow... else in the office follows me on Instagram. That's right, I they do. Have different... Me too. And I hate them. Uh, I can imagine they live in your vents. They're just opening a little vent and crawling out and <laughs> yeah, agreeing with you. I wouldn't it's like a, that job either. It's, a, you know. Uh, <laughs> Dude, wait, there's too many is... people on this side. <laughs> Three people fall out. <laughs> what the hell? What the okay? hell? Uh, 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 do you need to get to the hospital? I can take you. Uh, no, it's okay. I got my healing womb. <laughs> You. Oh, that's, it's it, really it, it. I've heard people doing this, and then I see it in real life, and it's just like disgusting. To it's watch. fucking rude, isn't it? It's really rude to do it in public. Ugh. My office has just become. What is this, a, a playground? Do you? Where's my pictures of Spider-Man? Oh, <coughs> oh he's he's dying. Oh God! Oh God! Boss, don't worry. I'm gonna get you to the hospital. Uh, I open up the window, throw you over my shoulder, and jump out. <laughs> Cut to the hospital. <sighs> okay, um, Mr. Parker, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I have to tell you, we almost turned you away at the door. I noticed that you had some floating ice crystals when you walked in. A lot of the staff got very turned off. Oh, uh... I'm sorry, I did that to protect myself in case I ran into enemies on the way. Uh, I didn't know you had such a, a stickler group running your hospital here. Yeah, normal hospital employees might ignore something perceived as rude and just treat a patient. But um, at this hospital, if you come in a little frosty, we're going to put up a wall. All right, fine. I get. Listen, I gotta get in there to see uh, my boss, J. Joma Jameson. Joma Jameson. <laughs> yes, J. Joma Jameson. I checked him in. Uh, uh, I can. I can get rid of these ice crystals. I can. I guess I'll just eat them really quick. Is that fine? Uh, I guess, dude. Yeah. Okay. 
Ah! That noise, it's splitting my eardrums. Oh! Ah, oh, can't you make less of a scene? This is a emergency room. You have to use all your jaw strength to bite into these ice crystals. So no, I can't. Nerves. Listen, it's up to you. I can either devour these in the waiting room or I can walk in with them orbiting my body. Eat them, eat them. Wait, I think okay. I hear the patient calling. Nurse! Nurse! Yes. Why aren't there any other nurses in zero suits? Oh, now you're body shaming me. <laughs> what? No. I... I just... I ju I'm not. I'm not body shaming you. I'm you probably think I'm the kind of girl who would read the opening to Super Metroid narration. Think I'm some dork? I didn't. Well, now that I'm looking at you, uh, what? You do? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, I kind of do it. And looking at you, you're sort of, sort of the opposite of a, a joke. Look. I'm taken, okay? I'm dating a shiftry. Uh, uh, ex excuse me? I I have brought the patient their, uh, medication for the evening. Oh. Can I come in? Yep, go right in. Okay, I'm just going to approach the patient, and then I will let them know that here is their medication. Go ahead and take it now. Reel it back! Reel it back! You want me just right back in the middle? There's no fucking Goldilocks with this guy. It really does shift from high pitch to low pitch. <laughs> if I jump backwards or sprint forward. <laughs> A Zubat flies down the hall, passes their door. Excuse me, I have to go get his autograph. <laughs> Mikey McCaller, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my god, thank you for having me. I was delighted to do it. That was awesome. Hey, do you have anything you'd like to plug today? Yes, you can uh, find my podcast that I host with uh, Roxy Polk called Scary Basement. It's a horror movie podcast. Uh, both Schnuppy and Costanzi have appeared on it, playing various mm -hmm. characters. Um, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Mikey McCaller or... Watch me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mikey McCaller. Awesome. Yeah, check him out. Great follow and a great podcast, too. You can hear Tyler and I on uh, different episodes. I was on the Halloween episode. Mm -hmm. um, Tyler, which one were you on? What, which episode was it? You were on the Wes Craven's New Nightmare episode. That's it. Play, playing a plumber who operated under the Wes Craven's New Nightmare rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza and Nick Costanza on Instagram. You can also follow our podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. You can hit us up on Twitter with the hashtag Reactivators for all your comments and concerns. Uh, and Tyler, you got anything? Uh, Schnup69 Instagram and Twitter, of course. Um, uh, Stario chart, listen to that. on. Uh, you get it early on Super NPC Radio, that, uh, that Patreon. And then it comes out on its own feed, at Stario Chart, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're in the Los Angeles area on December 14th, you can come out and see a show that I'm producing with my friend Milan Patel, past guest of the show, called Woodstock 2021. Uh, it's a fake comedy festival. It'll have uh, some good uh, acts on it. Uh, some 
improv with some folks who've been on this show and then you know my friend claire o'kane will be on the show it'll be great check that out thank you to our listeners for making this show slap this has been another episode of reactivators see you next time goodbye